Hey guys, in this episode, I talk electric vehicles with a Manish Malhotra model. That's right. I'm talking uh, electric vehicles, sustainability, uh, cycling, sustainable fashion uh, with a friend of mine from college who ha is a rising figure in the whole modeling and acting world. Uh, she lives in Mumbai and she was graceful enough to you know, uh, agree to be a part of this show. Her name is Medha Rana and she has walked the ramp for multiple, multiple designers including Manish Malhotra himself. Uh, and I had the opportunity to get her on this show and of course, you know, talk about the stuff that I do. And uh, I think it's come out, this, this episode is, is an amazing, amazing episode. And again, uh, you know, it, it proves the fact about, you know, why I feel it's important to involve creatives, artists in the mission of building or moving the world towards, uh, you know, sustainability. Uh, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it as well. So listen to this episode and of course, go ahead and share it with your friends if you liked it. You're listening to the Driven Differently audio experience, a podcast hosted by Chirag Joshi, an Indian entrepreneur who hosts guests both from his industry of electric vehicles and sustainable mobility and people completely unrelated like artists and creators with the intention of getting as many people involved in the mission to upgrade humanity to sustainable ways of transportation, aka being driven differently. Medha, thank you so much for coming here and being part of the show. Uh, I think you. I'll start off with first, you know, uh, just just how about you give your uh, uh, give the audience a six a very short brief about you know who you are and what you do. Okay, so you want me to do that? Cool. So uh, it's been a year since I finished college, and uh, it's been a year since I professionally took up uh, modeling and acting. And uh, yeah, I've been in Bombay for a year, uh, still in the phase of like understanding how the industry functions and uh, getting to know new things about the industry every single day with like every project that I do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm really enjoying that phase of it right now. However, I do plan to do my master's. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not too sure when, probably next year or perhaps this year, considering the condition right now. But yeah. uh, right now I'm in a phase where I'm really enjoying where I'm at. So exploring and doing different stuff. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I mean, I think I since uh, when 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 we were in college, of course, you know, a uh, little tidbit for the audience. So there was always this, you know, aura around Maidara. Oh, she's the model. Oh, blah, blah, really? blah, all of that. That was really there. Okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> at least amongst the guys, I'm not sure about the girls, but yeah. So so that was always there, and you always you were always into modeling, right? As far as I know, you were always into it uh, for a long time. Yeah. But you never. I remember speaking to yeah. you, and you said. Hey, I don't know modeling. I'm not sure about it. Not seriously, though. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then you know, hmm. then then all of a sudden I after remember. college, I find that oh, you you know completely taken it professionally. So why don't you uh, tell me about yeah. how this whole journey started, and you know how did you find yourself in uh, the modeling world altogether? Okay, so you want to know how I started doing it? Yes. So I actually started modeling when I was 16, when I was in, when I just finished my 10th grade, because I probably was at the right place at the right time and I met the right people. Mm -hmm. And they told me that I should try it. And that was the time when I never thought about it. And then mm. I probably considered the offer and I thought, okay, maybe why not? And then I started doing it in the beginning of my 11th standard. And it was good pocket money. It was really good exposure. Mm. So I thought, why not? And it was fun also. Like, I, that that was a phase where I was discovering that side of me which I which I never thought 
would exist mm-hmm. i mean acting is something that i was always inclined towards like i've been doing theater since a very young age but like modeling i yeah. never thought of but then mm-hmm. since it just happened and i started to enjoy it then i thought you know why not like do it for as long as i can so i continued doing it even my 11th 12th and college and college was pretty hard cuz we were not yeah. in a very chill college we were in a very strict <laughs> uh, college so yeah so yeah i did i mean as much as i could and even then like i was very apprehensive of whether i want to take it up professionally or not um mm-hmm. because of so many factors and then i sat for mm-hmm. placements and i actually wanted to work got a mm-hmm. job to in bombay and i was just about to take it up but then i spoke to a couple of seniors i spoke to people in the company i spoke to my parents and then i realized that if i want to give this a shot then this is the time to do it you know i can't yeah. like work in a corporate and then come back here after 2 years and be like okay let me try because then that yeah. it'll be too late you know how exactly. the age factor here really makes a lot of difference mm-hmm. so okay. then i yeah so then i decided to give myself a year or two and explore this completely and then take a call mm-hmm. of like what i want to do later on in life yeah yeah that's great that's great i mean that's exactly was what my mentality was you know when i was starting up because yeah. again who knows what what would yeah, i know and again so exactly. so same i give myself a year uh, like you know what let's let's take a year huh. from mom and dad and tell them okay you know what i'm going to do this hmm. uh, let's see what happens and uh, thankfully yeah. things have worked out you know kind awesome. of working yeah. in the industry right hmm. now but yeah i mean that's that's a great approach you know like mm-hmm. but i'm sorry it would have been scary you know like standing yeah uh, for sure you know in june 2019 while everyone is placed and earning and you know doing a job i know i know trying to you know uh, pursue uh, your passion yeah. and yeah. uh, you don't know if it may or may not work out plus the industry so so what was that i mean exactly. i get it you know you spoke to a lot of people mm. but what was that mental switch in your head that made you take that leap of you know what let's just give it two years you know i, I mean if it works out it works out if not it's great like what was like how did that happen no to be honest like i always wanted to give it a shot for sure and uh, and somewhere at the back of my head i knew like even while schooling that i want to come to bombay for my college but then it just so happened that i stayed in bangalore and uh, and then while i was in college i kept thinking okay after this i'll go to bombay you know because i really want to mm-hmm. and then i sat for placements and i told my company that you know what i want this job but if you can give me bombay then it's awesome and they did that so everything yeah. was working you know according to the plan mm-hmm. and then after coming here when i had to actually like sign the papers and go and meet these people that is when i kind of freaked out and i said okay is this really happening if i do this if i dive into this i'm going to have to give it my full on commitment for a, a couple of months you know i can't like come back out of it so then i really sat down and i thought to myself i'm in bombay because of this reason not because it just so happened that i got a job here you know i wanted to always come here yeah. either way um mm-hmm. So then it like I said it was just at the back of my mind and then things just so happened my parents were also telling me you know do what you want uh mm-hmm. so yeah I yeah. just took so I think I think I, 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 I relate to I that thing. Yeah I relate to that because because you know yeah. you're more scared uh, like like I mean like for people who are It is super scared more scared to not try for what you really want to do right I mean yeah. I mean for for a lot of people it is all if you don't take the safer option you know they're hmm. scared about that but we're scared about yeah. man what if we miss the train if we don't do this now i you know? know i know so and it's I and it's super risky and very scary but then you know it's it's totally worth it like trying yeah. is totally worth it exactly yeah. Yeah. and initially Absolutely. it wasn't easy because like when i moved here and 
literally everybody in my friend circle including like everybody in your friend circle too everyone's either studying abroad or or you know working actively hmm. not everybody's happy with what they're doing right mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure i mean everyone's at least in a space where everyone's like figuring out they're not going to be yeah. continuing to do this particular thing for the rest of their life for absolutely, sure this is like a absolutely. testing ground for them too so Exactly. When I thought of it from that perspective, instead of just directly comparing myself, ki oh they're doing this, look at what I'm doing. Yeah. I when I thought of it from that perspective, I realized that you know, at least I'm happy with what I'm doing. At least you know, mm-hmm. I'm in a space where okay, I'm learning. Okay, it's new, and okay, I decided to take this risk, but at least I'm happy while doing it. You know, and yeah. I think that's all that yeah, matters. Yeah. No, no, that makes complete sense. I mean, same. Yeah. I mean, that's that that was what what was going on in my head as well. Because like. I hmm. so immediately after college I got a 3 month internship it like in like mm-hmm. one of the sort of biggest uh, to be biggest companies in my industry and uh, mm-hmm. it was a very miraculous way in which I got that internship and mm-hmm. they told me to convert it into full time job and I was like mm-hmm. you know what no I can't do it you know because yeah. I can't commit for another year I got this one year and I have to make yeah. full use of it so I just yeah. left it you know just left I know it and yeah. uh, at that point again of course everyone is earning But yeah, again and again, you know, when you look into yourself, you find that, hey, I I think I'm much better going to sleep knowing that you know I've spent the entire day doing what I love and not yeah. regretting that I did. So exactly, you know, that, that exactly, complete sense. No matter how so scary year, it gets, true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. so one year into this whole field, uh, what yeah. were the things that you thought that you might not be able to handle in your field, but when you actually mm-hmm. did it? you were like hey that wasn't pretty tough i mean i i can do this like like you you have those building blocks of confidence right when you do those smaller yeah. things so can you can mm. you talk about those so um from something i think um yeah i think i could give the example of auditions here so mm. when i was in bangalore i used to for whatever um for whatever scripts that i used to get for ads or web series or movies or whatever i used to send self test which was self recorded things like my sister is a photographer so she used to help me at yeah. home or sometimes when i had to urgently send something i would help you know get one of my friends help in college to record a short whatever snippet of me but after coming to bombay when i've actually gotten into these studios and audition rooms where the studio is literally you know how how the population density population mm-hmm. space density in bombay is like there's no space at all when i came here i realized okay so the size of a studio would probably be one fourth the size of our classroom in christ okay that is a okay. studio and there are 100 people outside uh, wow. waiting in the queue doing their script and rehearsing and all of that and you're waiting with them mm-hmm. and you know you you look at the queue and you see half the people you've already seen on tv or do something and then you're just like What oh, am I doing here? Yeah. And then when you go inside this audition room, it's so tiny, and there's because there's so many people outside, you don't really have a lot of time to, you know, yeah. okay, and I'll prepare or I'll give two, okay, okay takes, and then give my best shot. So yeah. it took me a really long time to kind of get used to the whole, you know, the whole sphere around how auditions function or how. So basically, everything in the industry works through auditions and castings. You have to go and meet yeah. people. and there's mm-hmm. since there's a lot of competition there are a lot of people out there who want to do the same thing there's a lot of people who turn up mm-hmm. every single day super super prepared uh, so yeah. yeah it took me a while to get used to that environment mm mm-hmm. yeah i think that was very mm-hmm. very new yeah. but now i've reached sense. a point where i where i know what i have to do every time i enter a studio or an audition mm-hmm. room i know how to go about it yeah it was very intimidating Great. in the beginning <laughs> 
I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, I've just heard stories, you know, like these that yeah. stand in big lines and just go randomly to some studio. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm sure yeah. you know the this field is has its own challenges. So you know, uh, coming to you know like your industry in terms of fashion mm-hmm. and modeling and you know just just I mean a big part of it is looking good, right? Uh, irrespective yeah. of what people say, it's a big part yeah. of that is looking good in your own way. I mean, there's no uh, beauty standards. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some Yeah, looking presentable is the right word I yes. feel. Yeah. So so do you uh, is it a challenge to always be up to that mark because you know at some days not all of us are you know pretty looking every day of our lives and you know there's more to us than just our looks and stuff like that. So yeah. do you find uh, to to strike a balance between that when you're meeting because that's literally your work all they see is you know okay oh okay you're good looking okay you have the skills so how, yeah, how do you yeah. sort of you know navigate through that challenge okay so uh i think instead of calling it like based on looks i'd like to say that you know as long as you look presentable mm-hmm. so suppose an audition requires you to um say audition for a character of a policeman or or a vendor so you go dressed according to that and okay. that is like your basic requirement because for them to see you as that character you know you at least need to portray it from the outside and then of course through your skill of however you've prepared your script mm-hmm. is another side of the story but as long as you don't fit the part uh, with how you turn out um, yeah. you wouldn't really be considered for the same so that is why um, how well you turn out how presentable you are makes a lot of difference because uh, you know how they say in the first 6 seconds of um, of seeing somebody you decide whether you want to you know spend your energy talking to them or not and it's like a it's okay. like a rule of body language and you know how first impression mm-hmm. counts and all of that so looking presentable yeah. i feel is very important for every single job um mm-hmm. but but despite of saying that i don't i also like to say that um, yes there is pressure there is a lot of pressure to um to not match any sort of beauty standard but to mm-hmm. to look the best of um, of however you can you know Mm-hmm. basically going presentably dressed like you can't be shabby and go to an audition or you can't be shabby yeah. and go meet like really big people in the industry you can't mm-hmm. afford to do that because mm-hmm. yeah of course, it's of course. kind no, of obvious yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um so you know i mean of course you know the corona virus situation has impacted yep. ah i don't know every industry possible on this planet For so sure. i was watching your live the other day on the mental health page and mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty good i loved you know the way you were talking about things and you know kind of mm-hmm. pressure that you deal with and how you deal with and all yeah. that. Uh so uh, I wanted to know like what has been the impact on your indus- on the entertainment and you know uh, on the entertainment mm-hmm. industry in specific and mm-hmm. uh, uh and, and do you see it changing in any other way and so so what's the scenario for this year for the entertainment industry and how is it affecting you personally? Okay so uh I haven't spoken to a lot of people about like in the industry about how the condition will be post this. but uh, but like you said like every other industry in the world this is equally affected um according to me and according to like my judgment i feel like the the amount of work that has been happening will definitely the frequency will come down for sure because uh, a lot of it requires like huge gatherings whether it's uh, you know a shoot for an ad film or whether it's a show a fashion show these are like huge events you know with a lot of sponsors a lot of audience that comes up a lot mm-hmm. of people and crew to like set up the stage and the and the studio and all of that so it's basically a lot of people and manpower mm-hmm. required to put yeah. up 
um, a show or a shoot or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, because gatherings are not going to be uh, entertained so much so um, mm-hmm. the frequency is definitely going to come down uh, mm-hmm. probably so i feel like this year is going to be very slow in terms of that kind of work however like mm-hmm. uh, most of the other industries are uh, um, are sort of inculcating work from home so mm-hmm. i guess that is going to be somehow um, utilized in this space as well yeah, yeah. no i'm just yeah. i wonder you know because i mean as you said in in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry there's a lot of you no know, on site work coming to shoots yeah. all of the sets and all of that so i was just wondering you know yeah. like you know what could be the probable sort of you know way around something like that because i mean you can't stop mm-hmm. right like you have to adopt yeah. so are true, there any true. stories around you know what innovative measures have some people taken I really haven't come across anyone really okay. talking about it although I have been trying to ask people myself but then you know mm-hmm. the situation is such that you can't really say so like I said yeah. they will try to inculcate work from home in some way or the other possible mm-hmm. makes yeah. sense uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm guessing you know because you also said about uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know your the the amount of because the amount of work that you get is less of course you yeah. know you get paid according to gigs and if the gigs are yeah. less the amount you get paid is also less absolutely yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so so do you think it's going to take some sort of hit on your you know personal income as well going forward oh uh, it possibly could it hmm. could i mean yeah like i said since we don't know the condition of how the work will be henceforth so i can't yeah. really promisingly say but it will definitely impact everybody and their incomes as well yeah 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 true i mean that yeah, that's a challenge right should... in the creative space because you know a lot yeah, of for the sure, for sure. yeah because they get paid on gigs and there's no like full time yeah, contract or yeah, anything yeah yeah right? exactly and, and even if and you are under a contractual uh, obligation like for for instance i am i work with mm-hmm. two companies and i'm under contracts mm-hmm. with both of them but then mm-hmm. your contract is also it also states that you know whatever you earn through whichever client or whatever brand you work for they will take a percentage of that because they're representing yeah. you in a way mm-hmm. and again the frequency of work because it's all project based so true, that true, true. makes all yeah. the difference i think i think that's always yeah. a challenge for the for the creative community you know because i mean yeah, photographers yeah. artists digital you know uh, uh, social media people i mean all of these guys hmm. you know it's very gig based so hmm. i can imagine you know it, it's taken a major hit yeah you know, yeah that's why they're saying that you know you should yeah that's why everyone's suggesting and that's why the right way to go forward is to work on your other skills or in the same field oh, okay. you know look for options that that can sort of um help you get through this time by probably digitally mm-hmm. creating something that can yeah, yeah. Uh, help you garner the same amount of income or yeah. audience that you require true, you know true, many true, options true. so it's a good time for people to sort of explore and find out what else they're more they creative side work towards yeah, yeah yeah and a lot of people are doing so much that's great that's yeah great. No, lots of like figuring awesome. out happening yeah mm-hmm. awesome okay meeda so uh, now we'll get into uh, a middle segment you know about which we spoke earlier yes, because i know about this you saw the posts yes. and uh, i hope yep. you know you've gone through them thoroughly and you selected two of them so the hmm. first post was basically uh, me talking about you know the telecommunications that have increased over the time from 2G to mm-hmm. 3G to 4G to 5G and you know yeah. how the mm-hmm. number of devices connected because of that technology have increased so what i wanted to represent through that post was that you know now we're in 4G land you know everyone has a 4G phone amazing yeah. uh, connectivity and you know we can just watch mm-hmm. all our movies mm-hmm. amazingly yeah, now yeah. the next quantum leap in telecommunications is going to come in the form of 5G 
Now, 5G is dramatically right. different than any of the previous technologies because it's super high speed and uh, I mean, there are some problems with it as well, but but basically mm-hmm. its core structure is very different. We'll not go into that, yeah. but basically to okay. understand it's very different. And mm. uh, because of its different nature, it's very useful for autonomous cars. I- I'm sure you've heard of autonomous cars, right? Cars that do not require yeah. any human uh, involvement. Yeah, like driverless so cars. Basically. Exactly. that. So these cars need to be connected mm. to the internet throughout. Like if even if there's a three second lag. Mm. Obviously, they can't work without lives, that. Yeah. Right. So right. that's the kind of danger that they work in. Uh, mm. So so the 5G technology is going to be instrumental in also pushing the bounds of mobility. Mm-hmm. I mean, just imagine, you know, yeah. there's going to be driverless cars roaming around in the world. And 5G has a big role to play in that because, you know, the right. internet connectivity mm. is huge. And not just that, you know, not yeah. just driverless cars. There's a lot of stuff around which you can remotely mm-hmm. maybe switch on and switch off a car or remotely summon mm-hmm. a car. This is so, there's so much in mobility that is dependent yeah. on software. Like software, you can you can consider software mm-hmm. as one of the three important pillars in mobility going forward. Till now, it was just like an individual right. car. You can sit inside it, listen to your radio or whatever. Yeah. But now going yeah. forward, uh, along with it being, you know, sustainable and green, connectivity mm-hmm. is a big thing. So that's what For I sure. want to represent yeah. through this post. Uh, okay. So, so like so, you meant, uh, you meant that like how the connectivity has increased, um, you know, in the past few years and how... 5G is something that we're all looking at. Similarly, like yeah. in the in the vehicles sphere, we're talking about like um, increasing and more advanced um, exactly. EVs, more connected vehicles. Exactly, because you know when yeah. in the time of 2G, we didn't have too many connected vehicles. 3G, maybe a little more. Yeah. 4G, definitely, yeah. we have some cars that are connected to the inter- internet. 5G, yeah. we're going to have a lot okay. of cars connected to the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know that's that's the trend, and that's what I wanted to okay. show. So yeah, I try my Achha. best. So it's it showing like a direct relation. Okay, yes, nice, yes, yes. nice. That's what it is. Yeah, because that seemed yeah. very interesting. That whole thing. That's why I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that that's mm. that's that's the plan, you know. And and these posts are created by Puranje. I'm sure you know Puranje. So you know, oh, he helps wow. me do that. Again, he's in yeah, Mumbai as well. He really was nice. in Mumbai. Yeah, I was thinking you are doing all of this, and I thought you know how to like make. No, that's very no, no. cool. Though. I mean, some of them, very but cool. not these posts that I send out. You know, this is yeah. creative genius people, not me. I am. Yeah, uh, but very interesting stuff. Zero. Nice, but must be your yeah. ideas, right? That's yeah, really yeah. Cool. so we jam the ideas on our own and huh. uh, then he comes up, I mean, then, then he creates it. So okay. that, that's how we do nice, it. So yeah, nice. so that's that was uh, post number one. Yes, Google Maps, yes. Yeah. So on that post, what you would you would have seen is there's a Google Maps layout hmm. from what we're familiar of using. And there are hmm. these three charger types that are mentioned there, you know, in red, blue, yeah. and green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I want, so that post was basically to say that uh, Google Maps is now integrating uh, along with finding chargers. You can currently just go on your Google Maps and find uh, charging stations in Bangalore City or Mumbai as well. You know, you can do that mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay. but that's not enough. You know, what, what we need to know as and when more and people start using electric vehicles is that, mm-hmm. okay, is there you know, is that charging station available? What kind of charging huh. station is it? You know, does it that charger fits into yeah. my vehicle or not? So these are the kind of information that are important right, right. Uh, for people to know. And Google Required, Maps, uh, yeah. when I put that post out, I just integrated that feature. So, so yeah, again, that was something oh, wow. that I wanted to, you know, tell people about and hopefully you know, they can just... You know, yeah, but not a lot of people out. are yeah, using it or aware of it, right? No. Yeah, I'm saying, but yeah, not a not lot of people now, because, are Because, I mean, there aren't yeah. too many vehicles. Yeah. Or using, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. I mean, Correct. that's the point. 
Hmm. That's the whole point hmm. of it, you know. It's too. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I put this out like an article, no one will read it. I yeah. read it because I'm interested. So yeah. my, it's my responsibility to put yeah, it out in yeah. a creative way, so that people right. can, you know, maybe get uh, educated about it. So that's the whole point hmm. of it, you know. And 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 I try my best to do it. So yeah, these were the two hmm. posts. Now I want to talk okay. a little bit about, you know, uh, I know that you are very much uh, into sustainability, cycling, uh, right. and for that matter, hmm. even health and fitness, right? So I, yes. I want to know, uh, 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 you know, wh- wh- how is uh, first of all, you know, uh, in your field, are you uh, are you mm-hmm. seeing some trends around sustainability, like sustainable fashion? Something mm-hmm. I've heard. I'm not really right, sure what it right. means. So can you just tell me about mm-hmm. it? Yeah. So sustainable fashion is something that has been really picking up popularity in the past few years. Um, it basically focuses on you know using techniques and measures to sort of reduce wastage and um, And and provide for and make uh, clothes or shoes or whatever or uh, designs that they come up with in a way with like with with using least amount of wastage and creating a product and end product which which is really sustainable in terms of the material used or in terms of like how long lasting it is. So a lot of designers these days, especially a lot of new upcoming designers like who've just studied design or just freshly come out of colleges, they since you know since they're more aware and more. um aware about the trends so they are the ones who are experimenting more with how you know they can use sustainable fashion as for you know fashion for mm-hmm. tomorrow and this is something that is really gaining a lot of popularity and actively selling a lot of yeah. um their products and clothes also in that sector hmm. yeah 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 because you know i mean for what i've heard from the fashion industry i mean the textile yeah. industry is i think uh, this number second most polluting industry in the world because of the number yeah, of clothes yeah. that come out that the, the amount of water resources that are used and you know i mean Absolutely. just the fast fashion trend these days you know with the yeah, sheen yeah, yeah. and all of these apps my god you know it's just yeah hundreds yeah, of clothes insane. you can get yeah. by every time so uh, Absolutely. so yeah i think yeah. i think you know there's a lot of uh, responsibility on the fashion industry to also you know navigate mm. their way through and of course it starts from you know people who are representing these from, brands and who people right. who are wearing these right. brands the so they set a good yes. example for people as well mm. so i'm sure mm. you know fashion has a long way to go so have you ever you know uh, worn mm. a sustainable uh, mm. have you ever sort of walked the ramp yeah, yeah, sustainable yeah. fashion brand yeah yeah for sure so uh, there's a fashion week called the lakme fashion week and and it happens twice a year and every time they have this whole segment or they have an entire day dedicated to sustainable fashion wherein you know all these designers who okay. worked on their sustainable collections they showcase their stuff and they talk about mm-hmm. very interesting like concepts and um, new types of fabrics discovered uh very very interesting um long using and um, you know stuff that you can really recycle and wear using mm-hmm. minimum amount of wastage so that kind of stuff yeah. um they come up okay. with and yes i've had the chance to sort of work with them and walk for them also okay that's yeah. great that's yeah. great so, and so, a lot of brands are also go- doing very interesting campaigns like h&m has been you know I'm, i think you'll be aware mm-hmm. of it so they have yeah, this policy yeah, yeah. where you can return clothes or you know mm-hmm. your old clothes and they recycle them and yeah. all of that so a lot of brands are also setting an example and trying to change mm-hmm. this whole notion of how fast fashion is leading yeah. to like a lot of um bad to the environment so people yeah, are trying to yeah. change that yeah exactly, exactly. 
no agree yeah. absolutely so so when you walk the ramp for this brand like uh, did you inquire into you know what kind of material was used to make the dress you were wearing like did you dive uh, into that yeah i did actually but i don't really remember what exactly but it was something very interesting like i was wearing this huge very um, like the entire outfit looked very boxy and huge okay. but the material was super light okay. and i'm not too sure what they exactly used but she used something very interesting like she had uh, it was cotton based and she'd also mm-hmm. used a little bit of i don't exactly remember but it was super <laughs> cool and even her accessories okay. were made from like they were all hand woven and mm-hmm. oh gosh i don't remember but something very interesting okay. i will yeah. look it up and i'll get back to you and this was like no two problem. years back Like, so I don't remember. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. No. Absolutely. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I mean, like that. That's something yeah. that's required. You know, so there are more and more people sort of you mm-hmm. know uh, uh, get get educated about it and maybe you know try mm-hmm. to even imbibe that into their own daily lives. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. great. Uh, so uh, c- can you talk about you know one of the things that you uh, recently started, which is a petition for, to right. the government of India and the PMO's office mm-hmm. to uh, you know have more. roads for cycling in our city so mm-hmm. so what what's that all about and how did you start about it and why are you doing this okay so um i was since i since you already know i've been you know very inclined towards um, saving the environment and using sustainable measures to to do everything like for example at home itself we do a lot of uh, a lot of small small things which may be make a lot of difference in the longer run in the bigger picture like later on for example something as basic as waste segregation or you know um mm-hmm. recycling of water like the same water that we use for washing fruits and vegetables that we get from outside we use the same water to water our plants you know something as basic yeah. as that or like same water to wash yeah. our car and not waste you mm-hmm. know buckets and tons of water uh excessively on that and other than that i think travel is something since you must be aware of uh, of the distances in ba- in a city like bombay like the huge mm-hmm. distances and and in the area where i stay my workplace is super far so okay. i was very very um in you know i was very normal with um taking the local train over here which is super common a lot of people do and uh, i i used to take that to work whenever i could like for example during the peak hours now peak hours used to be so bad that the bombay locals if their capacity is say x the peak hour crowd would be like four times of its capacity oh, so people would literally <laughs> be hanging out of there and and for them it's like routine it's it's okay because their idea is to travel these 20 30 kilometers and get home somehow so they are very normalized mm-hmm. with this whole idea of like hanging and it's okay and there's barely any place to stand but mm-hmm. then that's sort of become the culture yeah. in bombay that's what i realized it was very intimidating at first when i first mm. took the bombay local but then now i've gotten used to it and i don't travel during the peak hours because it doesn't make sense that probably okay. um halt my work i either go a little earlier than the peak hours or i wait and i go a little later uh mm-hmm. to avoid that whole peak hour thing uh yeah. then i try to use my cycle for like shorter distances for example if i if i have to go to the atm which is close to my house or to pick up vegetables or groceries for home to my gym i used to go cycling so stuff like that so we have a car at home but we don't use it much uh mm-hmm. we use it only yeah we we hardly use it actually in fact my dad keeps calling my mom you know start the car at least the engine will like <laughs> get really damaged but then we we don't really use it we cuz everything's nearby and if it's far then i use a train yeah so that is how i'm sort of and i try to avoid taking cabs 
and autos unless you know there's an emergency and i don't have mm-hmm. any other option as such to travel um yeah. then apart from that like you know saving electricity and um mm-hmm. water like i said so all these small small things are what i'm trying to inculcate in my life daily um to sort of mm-hmm. make it more sustainable but then this initiative is something that yeah. uh, i had been thinking of for a while and uh, i got to actually do something about it i actually it was a very random thing i was watching this program on ndtv it, it's called cycles for change and i was watching it with my mom the other day and uh, then she told me that you know why don't you do something about it and i was like you know this is the this is the right time but what do i do and then uh, one of my friends had recently you know a while back started some petition and and i went and checked that out and i realized it's super easy to start a petition you just have to go on this website write about it um write it convincingly enough for it to be like an issue or a cause that people would want to sign up for you know uh so i did that and uh, i tried to reach out to as much people as i could and it's been i think 4 5 days since i started the petition now it's reached about 1500 signatures oh, but there's a huge awesome. and a long long yeah but, it, but there's still a long it was 500 no no so it I says like for, when yeah. it, when you start it says okay next goal is 100 or now reach 500 or 1000 oh. so it goes on like that wow. but there's not really That's a number great. yeah 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 so there's not really a number as to how many minimum signatures do you need yeah. but mm-hmm. uh but the, the whole the idea better, is to yeah the more the better of course and the whole idea is to get the initiative to actually run mm-hmm. yeah so your petition can be named successful once you know all the measures that you sort of requested the government to take care of are actually being implemented that is when you can mm-hmm. say that okay yes my petition is successful yeah. then the number doesn't matter but now of course the number yeah. matters cuz like it is the beginning stage you know true true and um yeah and and i'm a very firm believer in the fact that you know um something like mobility and travel and transport needs to be um laid out in a very sustainable way especially like in our country we haven't been uh it was planned in a certain way and because mm-hmm. of this enormous population growth which is which was completely out of our control uh, we've reached yeah. a point where you know um the ratio has reached a point where the amount of people are way too much like the density of population with respect to the mm-hmm. area you know per square kilometer yeah. is like grave mm-hmm. it's a lot yeah like i said the whole train example mm-hmm. that is just in bombay and bombay is like super super populated bombay in fact has like i think 30% of the urban population of india which is oh wow a lot and more than 80% people use the public transport here so uh so public transport is something that is super effective here cuz most of the people rely on that distances are huge mm-hmm. there's a lot of population that uh, you know whose workplaces are at like very distant areas so um so for sure um you know the so public transport is very very effective here the government here has been working towards making uh, making even more initiatives such as they have this thing called mono rail which is ah, sort of implemented yeah. but they're working more towards it metro construction mm-hmm. is on by tech, i think by 2025 is when they've said it should be functional mm-hmm. in, in the whole of bombay and yeah. um, they have something called electric buses also which run on mm-hmm. lithium ion and batteries and they have been yeah. running for quite a while mm-hmm. and what else do they have baki 
yeah so basically they have all these public uh, transport systems quite active mm-hmm. because yeah. because it's obvious you know the amount of population and the workplace and all of that but then what they don't have is you know these provisions for um sustainable mobility like for example cycling is what i was talking about mm-hmm. i think um, yeah. like if you would have if you know bombay has a lot of marathons um mm-hmm. happening like all all around the year because there are a lot of like fitness enthusiasts here and a lot of people run yeah. you know close to marine drive and south of bombay which is like much wider roads and all of that so mm-hmm. so on certain days whenever these marathons and all of that take place they have like you know whatever points where they shut the roads and all of that but and there are a lot of yeah. people who do a lot of cycling too they have cycling mm-hmm. events also taking place over here but then there is not a lot of provision like throughout the city as such for yeah. uh, people who are cycling enthusiasts to sort of mm-hmm. you know um take action or take yeah. course so i feel mm-hmm. like especially now in the situation during the lockdown you know since we have the opportunity i'm not saying right now when when possibly no work can be happening outside like we can't expect workers mm-hmm. to be constructing new things right now because that is not yeah. possible but then it is now we have an opportunity to sort of reflect back on you know what we mm-hmm. haven't been incul- inculcating in 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 our city planning and what what needs to be changed at least we can reflect through that yeah. and then take measures to change that you know because now Absolutely. i think this pandemic has sort of really made people realize the value of um, of how important health is and mm-hmm. if they don't if they take their health for granted then you know they've pretty much lost everything in life so i'm sure like yeah. after when we come out of this everyone will come out of this much stronger and much more serious yeah. about their life not just in in terms of like health and fitness wise but in terms of everything like everyone's mm-hmm. going through this phase together you know everyone's sort of yeah. thinking in retrospect and planning mm-hmm. for the future in in different ways yeah. so i feel like if as a country we can think about or you know if our government can really mm-hmm. uh, sustainably think about like things that can really make our lives better after this pandemic you know mm-hmm. for the betterment of everybody then if they could inculcate something like sustainable mobility in the form of cycling Um, yeah. it would be wonderful like it would be an amazing yeah. change it's definitely difficult but if they mm-hmm. if they can sort of initiate work towards it then i'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people will be up for it especially now nice. because everyone's exactly. realized how important it is to take care of yourself Yeah. yeah yeah no makes sense absolutely mm-hmm. i mean that that's one of the things you know like again you're right the pandemic has actually exposed a lot of things that weren't right with the way the current infrastructure right. is from the political infrastructure mm-hmm. to the way we work so, yeah, the way from we, every aspect everything yeah. you know everything's been exposed yeah. so i hope you know this this becomes a learning ground for a lot of the folks who are actually doing this kind mm-hmm. of work and going forward yeah. that they don't make the same mistake yeah. because yeah. I mean, guess what yeah. in the last 20 years we've had like four uh, health crises and this is the fourth one you know we had uh, yeah, sars yeah. virus in 2003 we had the exactly. zika virus then we had uh, what is the other one yeah there was something else as well and then this is the fourth one mm. so you mm. know so i mean going forward we can expect them to happen more often and we we can't shut yeah, down our societies yeah. whenever this happens right so there needs yeah. to be some sort of a way in which we can adapt to the situation mm. and uh, and and you know hopefully you know tackle it well going forward and maybe even avoid it altogether yeah so that that's really the right point. and yeah of course cycling definitely you know cycling is something uh, that hope see the reason mm. people don't cycle is not because they don't like to the reason they don't do it 
is because of two reasons number one is that our cities are not built in ways in which we can cycle sure. to our work like you can't imagine to yeah. cycle to your work right you'll probably Absolutely. but then you know you have to think so, of it from a very uh, yeah but if you think of it from that perspective at least for shorter distances distances as small Short as 2 3 yeah. kilometers you know you do not have to take mm. an auto i mean just because it's yeah, like yeah. like really sunny outside like i remember even after no, college absolutely. i used to walk back home from college and whenever i used to tell my friends they used to be like are you mad like why would you walk and i used to be like it's just yeah. 3 kilometers why would i take an auto you exactly. know it just doesn't make exactly. sense like if it's really sunny mm-hmm. i understand you either take a break mm-hmm. go home after an hour when it's less sunny or whatever but when yeah. you can avoid wasting money when you can avoid wasting fuel and mm-hmm. as opposed to that you know go for an option which is yeah healthier for you which is healthier for mm-hmm. our environment then why not Exactly. Exactly. You know? No, that's the second it's, point, and it's the a very simple that, choice. Yeah, the reason people do that and yeah. they fall back on auto rickshaws and not cycles is because the some sort of a societal or cultural connotation around cycling. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, cycling right. mm, for kids or it's. It's also like a mentality whatever, you know? thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know so, how, so that's how, a big thing that like I want to. Like at least in most you know, of the cities now we have autos. yeah in a, in most cities now we have autos but like earlier there used to be auto rickshaws right i mean those rickshaws cycle wali rickshaws and yeah, 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 people yeah, yeah. have this sort of stereotypical notion that you know cycling is meant for people who get our milk or exactly. who get our vegetables or who ride us from place a yeah. to place b for shorter distances but that is not true i mean you look at <laughs> so many countries abroad people uh, or tourists they like to walk they prefer walking they don't spend on like transportation you know they try to save their cost mm-hmm. there because they consider yeah. that to be a waste of money they'd rather spend that on like doing so much more in Absolutely. cities and learning so much more so you know when when you can Absolutely. save yourself mm-hmm. and the environment and money and so much mm-hmm. you know it's it's only benefits yeah yeah absolutely so, i mean that that's exactly the choice. thing you know like like for for people to i mean for we have to reframe what it means uh to hmm. be riding a cycle what it means to actually yeah. care about things because you know for far yeah. too long there's been a notion in cool of not caring about things you know like i mean if you're a person doesn't right. care oh you're the cool person so i think right now is the time where you have to reframe yeah. all of these cultural connotation that really yeah. don't make sense and really harm the environment and so I feel that's the reason i do this with people hmm. like you because you know i mean believe it or not hmm. you're the guys who have some sort hmm. of an influence from people off on people and yeah. uh, i mean i can scream my lungs out but you know i won't be able to do anything but if i get people like you on board and you know you can show it through you know uh, through your lifestyle and of course you know i mean mm-hmm. it's just uh, how people work you know they look up to certain people so that's the reason for doing this you yeah. know so yeah right, th- right. That, that's that's what we need to do awesome. so thank you so much for i also the, uh, feel like i also feel like yeah. you know this is the right time for people to really like reflect back on their lives and get everything back on track and whatever was probably not happening right i'm sure everyone's thinking about how to make it right or how to make it better in the you know when we yeah. come out of this pandemic and i think it's a really yeah. good time to like make whatever changes that you've been thinking of for years and i think Absolutely. a lot of I, i really have a very positive feeling about this pandemic like the whole mm-hmm. world will come out much yeah. stronger and wiser out of this if not then exactly. it's really sad so i really hope no no definitely everybody definitely. yeah yeah no it definitely it will do us some good see. it's if if i mean what other option do we have rather than learn from this and come out stronger you know like there's no other yeah, option absolutely. the other option is to just go jump off a building and die because i mean you we have know, to go through the yeah. hard times 
you know yeah. you just have to face yeah, it absolutely so so i think we definitely yep. will come out uh, stronger as a society stronger uh, yep so meeda thank you so much this was great thank uh, you chiraj i loved on the note that we ended you know which was a culmination of both sustainability and the cultural impact so yes. exactly <laughs> what this channel stands for uh, i hope you enjoyed yep. i loved the conversation i loved it it was super uh, fun yes <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. I Thank you for having me. It was so fun. This whole thingy. Yep, we should. Thank you. And Thank you. Thank continue you. Continue talking about more of these sustainable ways of taking our world yeah. forward. Yes. No, no, no. So it's called uh, so the mission is to build uh, a you know a culture around sustainable mobility. That's the mission, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Hopefully happening <laughs> cool. through okay. my petition Thanks a lot, too. Meeda. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Meeda. All Thanks. the best. Uh, and i'll see you later bye bye yes thank you bye bye